As we move towards the end of the year, you may have started thinking about what type of planner to buy for next year. With more and more of our lives moving online and on our smartphones, you'll hear people say that it's more efficient to use a digital planner instead of a paper planner. There's definite advantages of going digital with your planning system, but is it the best for everyone? Let's take a look in this episode of the Productivity Mythbusters series. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. Hey, hey, friends, welcome to episode 32 of Just One Simple Thing. We're in the middle of our Productivity Mythbusters series, where our theme has been creating spacious places and pleasant boundaries. And wow, has this theme really resonated with you guys. I've heard from so many of you loving the visual of spacious places and pleasant boundaries. Maybe you're just a little bit tired of the get more done mentality. I know I am. The two verses guiding this series are 2 Samuel 22.20. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. And Psalm 16.6, the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. Productivity shouldn't be about stuffing more and more into our already overfilled lives and crossing over the boundaries God has given for our protection. It's about honoring those boundaries and creating spacious places to live the delightful life God has planned for us. One thing that we hear from time to time is that we could be more productive and get more things done if we did all of our planning digitally. And in general, I'm a big proponent of this. I think digital planning offers some distinct advantages over paper planners. But wait and hear me out. I don't believe going 100% digital is the best option for most people. So let's talk about some of the benefits of digital planning, and then I'll give you some ideas of how to use digital and paper planning together to develop the best system for you. Number one, digital planning is flexible. If you're anything like me, our plans easily get derailed during the week by unexpected interruptions and exciting new opportunities. When we've invested so much time laying things out on a paper planner and our plans get derailed, it's frustrating and demotivating. Often we just chunk the week and say, I'll try again next week. Or even worse, my life is too crazy for a planner. It's easier to just wing it. With a digital system, when these derailers come along, we can quickly see the impact to our plans for the week and make adjustments to the plan on the fly. It even gives us confidence to say no to some of the opportunities because we can see that the impact is too great 
to the things that are most important to us. Number two, digital planning is faster. When I was using paper planners and bullet journals, I spent a lot of time copying lists, appointments, and other information from one place to another. That was time I could have spent actually checking things off my list. Now it takes me about 20 minutes on Sunday afternoon to look over what I got done last week, what's on my plate for this week, and create a plan for the coming week. I can drag and drop things from one list or day to another and set up recurring tasks to automatically assign themselves to my plan. Number three, digital planning is portable. This is huge for me. I'm on the move all the time and try to travel light. So having a heavy planner in my bag to cart around just weighs me down. And number four, digital planning is searchable. My appointments and tasks have tons of information embedded in them, phone numbers, email addresses, instructions, history. If I need to retrieve that info, the digital system can be searched easily instead of flipping through pages and pages trying to find what I'm looking for. I also no longer worry about losing information. So many people have said their paper planner is their brain, and if they lost it, they wouldn't know what to do. With all my important info backed up in the cloud, it's easily retrieved whenever and wherever I need it. So yes, there are some benefits of digital planning, but nothing really replaces the physical interaction with a paper planner. There's just something about writing things down. Earlier this year, the scientific journal Frontiers in Behavioral Neuroscience published a study that found writing by hand increases brain activity in recall tasks over taking notes on a tablet or a smartphone. And those who write by hand on paper are 25% quicker at note-taking tasks than those who use digital technology. So there's no need to throw out the baby with the bathwater. There are definite benefits as well for paper planning. Let's look at some common planning tasks and which are more suited for one method or the other. Now remember, I'm giving these guidelines from my own personal experience, and I generally lean towards the techie side. If you enjoy the creative process, you may lean more towards paper, and that's okay. So let's talk about calendars and appointments. I'll be honest with you, this is one I feel the most strongly about. Putting every appointment and activity into the calendar on my phone is probably the single most impactful thing I've ever done to keep myself organized and on track. I can coordinate personal and business appointments and have it easily accessible all the time so I don't get double booked. For the to-do list, if you've used my to-do list toolkit, you know I suggest keeping multiple to-do lists sorted by category or focus area. This is easier in a digital format, so you can assign the categories and move priorities around. But when it comes to actually sitting down to do the work, I like having my to-do list on paper in front of me to check off as I go. For weekly planning, the important part of this one is being able to see the week as a whole and get the big picture of what you're trying to accomplish. You need to assign your to-do list items for the week to specific blocks of time while working around your appointments. So you can use a great paper layout for this or the weekly view in your Google Calendar or Trello. This one is more about preference than about the tool. For long-term planning, hands down, my favorite process for this is sticky notes on a wall or big table, moving things around and lining them up so they make sense. 
But once the plan is set, then I think it's best to put in a digital system to monitor it. For notes and brainstorming, this one is all paper. While there have been a lot of advances in digital pens and paper that replicate the notebook experience, I personally haven't been able to make that leap. Choosing between digital and paper planning also depends a lot on your work style. If you do most of your important tasks in one location, like in an office or working from home, where you can keep your paper planner out and open on your desk all the time, paper planning may be best. If you like a lot of personalization and get excited by custom layouts, stickers, and washi tape, a bullet journal in a pretty notebook could bring some structure to your creative bent. But if you're on the go a lot and need quick access to all of your info on the spot, some digital tools may help. Check the show notes at doanewthing.com episode 32 for a list of my favorite digital tools and paper planners. Like I said before, digital versus paper doesn't have to be an all-or-nothing decision. The most important thing about your planning system is that it's based on tools you'll actually use. If you actually use it, either paper or digital will help you honor your boundaries and create spacious places for your work and your life. Okay, for your one simple action step today, what part of your planning system is not working for you and causing the most pain? Focus on that one and pick a digital or paper tool to solve it. And pro tip, if you answered all of them, start with your calendar or your to-do list. Are you enjoying this Productivity Mythbusters series? If so, I'd love for you to share it with others. Snap a screenshot on your podcast app and post it to your Instagram stories or Facebook. Use the hashtag JustOneSimpleThing and tag me at DoANewThing. I love to see your aha moments from the podcast. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you, the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals, that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck, and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it, just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.